and special guest. It's not a surprise. We can just say it. Is it? Uh, um. Is it a surprise? Is it not a surprise? No. Well, it's well, a surprise until we say it. That's well, if true. anyone could make no out what we said in the opening song, <laughs> we said Scranton Fringe is here today. And if you don't know what that means, we're gonna tell you. Um, we have with us. <laughs> Is the song still playing, by the way? <laughs> it like it is, but it's nice. It's it's nice. It's mellow in the background. It's, it's good. Calm. Just the way. Well, it I'm be. gonna I'm gonna stop uh, stop putting t- putting this off. Uh, we have with us <laughs> Connor Kelly O'Brien of the Scranton Fringe Festival. Connor, you want to say hey? Hi. That was. Thank you so much for having me. Yay! Thanks Welcome. for being here. This is like the first time we've had a guest since I think my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hundred episodes ago. It's been a little while. Wow. Yeah. How many episodes have you done? Like 150, 200? Ooh, we're, we're, we're 145 was our last episode, but mm-hmm. we've done some little bits and bleeps supplementals. and things. Wow. Supplementals. Plus some specials. Yes. Yes. Bonuses, if you will. Yeah. I mean, that just to point out, this game's not even a year old. I mean, right? how oh. do you maintain relationships in life? Well, we, we got to back it up to Pocket Camp. Yeah. We yep. go all the way back oh, to when. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And Animal Crossing released Pocket Camp like three years ago. Something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. That. I got that. Got that. I will be very transparent. Uh, my history with the game goes back to the original GameCube, and oh, nice. then and then resumes in the June of this year. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. So like oh, the, so the there's background. a big break in the middle. Is yes. What you're saying. So I, I'm hearing that it's like a multi-billion-dollar franchise, but I have no interest in that. Um, <laughs> no, I actually I did play. Um, I played enough of one of them. I, an ex of mine had a game, and I, he had a. I want to say New Leaf, whatever, whatever, Ooh. whatever Brewster was involved yes. with, because <laughs> sure. that's that's uh, that's 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 something I'm 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 desperately missing from the current <gasps> incarnation. Oh, Brewster! Well, yes. That's yes. A, that's yes. a we really agree. that's a really good segue into a dream suite that we should probably. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> well done. I could have known. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, but... Just call me a mall security guard because I love that segue. <laughs> segue. Leash, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to sing us into a dream suite? Sure, I'd love to. Dream suite, where you sweetly dream. So uh. we thought we would just start a dream suite because it's a really good way to learn about each other. I think what what you love about the game, what you miss about other games, that sort of thing. Sure. And we do this all the time on our normal mm-hmm. episodes but this is special so if you had anything prepared connor by all means you can tell us a dream suite of yours otherwise we can certainly share some of ours and to and correct me if i'm wrong this is where i talk about my gripes and complaints on nintendo Incorporated. <laughs> you very much correct. understand what a dream suite yeah. is a dream suite is a positive spin slash, on a negative complaint slash, okay. um <laughs> I will say that I definitely as i mentioned before with brewster i definitely mm-hmm. would like to see the game um create more uh i i know i i get that its whole imagery and design was based around like you know island in the middle of nowhere and i get that that's super cute and cool um but i definitely would like to see more like shops come mm-hmm. to the island um you know as we're going to talk about very soon what we're working on project wise at scranton fringe that would have made my life a little easier yeah. um i definitely love how free form it made the game mm. and i i think it's intentional they don't want to take up more square footage of your island than necessary sure um i would have liked that i mean i pl- as i mentioned i played uh new leaf very briefly um on an x's device mm-hmm. um so i mean emotionally i'm not you know too fond of it but 
Um, no, we I'm don't have to talk about it if it's triggering. I am fully, yeah, I am <laughs> fully, I am fully over it. I hope you rot in hell, David. Um, I should have asked: Is there like a language barrier to this podcast, or is there like a censor? Um, we keep it PG like thirteen around here. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, great, great, yeah. great, great. Well, then, okay. Hell was okay. I haven't crossed a line in a room of adults. All right, great. You don't need to do any <laughs> beeping out of anything yet. You're safe. You're you mean you want to? You mean you want to keep this video game that's designed for children podcast friendly? Got it. Got it. <laughs> designed for children at heart. You mean? Yes. It's no, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm 29 years old. Trust me, I'm well aware. Um, no, I definitely wish that it had more. I don't know. I kind of miss the foresty, like village vibe, right? I mean, it's called a village, mm-hmm. right? It's not just mm-hmm. called, you know, dystopian settlement of, an- of anthropomorphic animals <laughs> after a nuclear fallout. Um, <laughs> well, you're getting right into well, what I thought this I mean, game was going to be. I mean, we could go all the way back to my dream suite for this game, which was yeah. the apocalypse, post post apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> <laughs> and we had dreamed up we dreamed up bunkers and and uh-huh. uh, like nice. military style training for post apocalyptic and how you know, oh supplies. and you know what and how great would that have been to reincorporate uh, Rossetti how great right. would that have been oh my god exactly right, right? tunnel like work and you know he's our <sighs> you know that's so that's how they're going to incorporate Rossetti <gasps> there's going to be a whole other layer in the game ooh. There will be a whole tunnel mm-hmm, system. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That sounds amazing. <gasps> that would That's great. how we would get everywhere to everyone's houses. It was an intricate layer of like tunnel. And then he goes system. underneath, and you find and you find like your older village from like two thousand nine <gasps> under there. Oh my gosh! Yes, this is this. <laughs> it's the be... same place. It's it's been home all along. It was. Just, is this it's the upside very, down? You go. The it's more very Zelda Wind Waker, <laughs> right? It's very. Uh, <laughs> wow! 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 Love it. I am just dropping Nintendo chips <laughs> here. I know you're Nintendo, in good company. They're, they're listening. They're going to take all this and pretend it was their idea. Oh yeah. It's Nintendo kind of, totally listens to our podcast. It sounds like a Do great they? way to bring the, the Zelda crossover so. into the game. I think oh, that's great. What is our evidence to think that Nintendo Incorporated is, um, you know, blessed be under under their eye? What, is, what makes us think? Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> what makes us think that they're listening? I mean, I'm sure they are. You guys have, I mean, I don't, do you guys know that you're like semi-podcast famous? Because I, I did deep research into the, like, seven Animal Crossing podcasts I emailed. <laughs> and I'm dead serious. You guys have like one of the top like ratings and number of Aww. downloads and no, I'm serious. That's super that's so which, I guess cool. is, which I guess is attributed to the fact that you didn't just start up as a result yes. of New Horizons. We've been yes. building for three years. Yeah. So yeah, you the drop of waiting. The drop moment. of Animal, Hi- Animal Horizons. The drop Animal of Horizons. Animal Horizons, which is a new game that nobody's ever heard of before. Um, it's just where animals look out in the distance. What do you see? Um, um, definitely yeah. an uptick in, in listeners since then. Yeah, great. We, we watched the jump, like, middle of March. March 20th, the game came out. The very next episode, or maybe the episode the day before the game came out, and did that you, we was jumped. This the, was this remote format, um, you know, spoiler alert, I'm going to drop the fourth wall veil here, but we're not all, none of us are in the same location. <laughs> what did, did you used to record in person? Yes. Literally, that all happened mm-hmm. at the same time. We wow. we stopped recording in person the same week that the, the game came out, and we had to pivot yep. into this Zoom Zencaster format. Yeah. There was a petition really early you know. on that they wanted people to release. They wanted Nintendo to release uh, New Horizons like early. a week early. Right. Because yeah. they're like, we can't live. We need because we've been doing I this think, for a whole week. 
like <laughs> at least in the U.S. on the East Coast, we started lockdown like around the 13th, 14th. So it was yeah. that awful one week wait. How dare they? <laughs> what a long time well, I remember was. walking through LAX airport because um, Liz and I from Scranton Fringe, we were in Australia right up until March 3rd. March 4th, and the media coverage in Australia was taking this way more... I mean, we knew when he came back, of course, we had no idea it would be to the degree it's become, but we knew, like, this is significant, where it was still Mm. kind of, like, the C-list topic on a lot of news stations here. And I remember walking through the LAX airport and seeing an (laughs) ad for... They had, like, a GameStop, which I love the... I, I love stores in airports, like... Who is buying their video game in an airport? Who is buying luggage at the airport? (laughs) Always a good question. I have a story for that, but continue. Okay. okay. I I mean, clearly there's a logic behind it, but like who got to the airport? It was like, what am I forgetting? What don't I... (laughs) Just like a grocery bag of their clothes. Um, um, but anyway, the uh, – but yeah, I remember seeing the ad for Animal Crossing. And I remember thinking – I hadn't even owned a Switch at that point. And I remember thinking like, you know what? I might want to get into that. Well, we'll see if I have time. And then it was like uh, – <laughs> All the time bought, in the world, I my friend. Bought, I fought it until like <gasps> May, June. And I wow. bought um, – I had to pay like $100 over retail for a Nintendo oh, Switch Lite. Yeah. And then yeah, – um, Which, to get honest to God, that was still months. like a steal. Yeah. compared to what some people were paying. Um, mm-hmm. And I downloaded it, and um, I have discontinued 90% of my relationship since. Yep. <laughs> Accurate. Accurate. Yeah. Can't, can't I want to hear this the luggage phone. in an airport story, oh. though. Oh, I, yeah. I can safely tell you on more than one occasion, my luggage has broken in the process oh. of going through security. Fascinating. Fascinating. Oh. And, and, oh. I, and I, I literally made it, it all the like way. It seems like a scam. Business uh, actually, model. It, wow. Both, both times it happened on my way to Heathrow and I've only been to Heathrow twice. So there's something about the trip to the UK that causes my luggage to break. Once was mine, once was my husband's, but it's happened twice. Um, And if I had found an actual luggage store in the airport, you better believe I would have bought a piece of luggage there. But instead I had to lug it all the way to the airport. That makes total sense. I can't imagine that that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a freak episode for you. (laughs) I can't imagine that that happens enough. I mean, I to warrant that's a, a brilliant store? business model. <laughs> but like when it goes through the conveyor belt, there's just someone you don't see underneath, just like beating the hell <laughs> out of your away. luggage. Maybe yeah, Amazing. maybe it's one in every 100 pieces that go by. They're like, oh, this one. This one looks <gasps> like it's a little <laughs> old. I mean, my <laughs> luggage was always old because I don't travel that much, so it's aged to the plastic will just start cracking. Mm-hmm. So Aww. it was inevitable. But you know, when I travel, mm-hmm. especially abroad, I tra- I pack heavy, and that's what happened. <laughs> that makes okay. That makes more sense because I always wondered like, who the hell is showing up to the airport? Like, you know, oh, oh, that's right. I need luggage. Like they don't even have anything. <laughs> they just want to carry it around. And like within like in inside every. Everyone is that like paperback John Grisham novel at the airport <laughs> that everyone gets to, you know, read on the plane. That's fascinating <laughs> to me. Sorry, Animal Crossing. Um, <laughs> well, this is very in the spirit of Pocket Pod Animal Crossing because we do love our tangents. So we do. We, rare, we rarely try to stay on topic. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, well so <laughs> right, you, sh- you shared some of your dream suites. Um, Leash yes. and Rar, do you guys have any dream suites in in the same vein that you wanted to share? Oh man, I mean, I could just oh, echo the Brewster put me dream on the suite. Spot. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Having <laughs> I did we send always you an have... email or whatever. <laughs> 
Well, just to have, I, I love the, I know we, we were talking before about the not taking up too much space because we, it's a, it's a commod, precious commodity on our islands, but to have mm-hmm. those little shops, even if it's like a temporary shop that shows up once a week or mm-hmm. something, just bring, let Brewster come and sell us his coffee, please. Couldn't they yes. like, I mean, I don't know, couldn't they put it on like Harv's Island and give that dumpster yes, fire I a purpose? I think they could totally sure. make that more. Or like an entire. Similar just, to like City Folk where there was the shops at. Yeah, in yeah. the city, you know, a set of islands you could island hop with help from uh, from Wilbur. I mean, we're also talking about this square footage as a rare commodity. It's a digital product; they can update it. <laughs> That's true. They yeah, have the technology. Make right. some space. They, they can make every square fewer pixels and cram more squares in. <laughs> you, you would all be better experts at this. Do you think that they're waiting to hit the one year mark before they do like major updates, or do you think they're not ever doing major updates and like you, we're just going to get a couple holidays now and then? Oh. I think uh, mm-hmm. I think that's as good a question as any because uh, both of your options are also maybes because the other option is it's coming eventually but who knows when Nintendo like There's how long no- did they drag out New Leaf things Sarah right like different they didn't know everything Leaf? for New Leaf was pretty much out there except the one that came years later which was the addition of the campground which let you have the inviting villagers with their um, camper wagons to come and visit their campers to come and visit which was like but that was years right that was years later. But everything mm. else was like immediately in the game. Like all the furniture was there, right? Because it was it was a cartridge. Like you, you weren't you yeah. weren't downloading the game Correct. and updating. I have it. a question. Can indiv- <laughs> this is this is less of a podcast and more of just me not bothering to Google things? Can <laughs> can others come to my island if I give them permission and like terraform, or is that only something I can do? Only you. Okay, Only that you. okay, that is a missed opportunity because yes. I would pay I people. Right? I Correct. would pay people Agreed. to come because I, I want to do more with my island. My des- my design concept is just let chaos reign. Mm-hmm. Like yes. just let flowers grow <laughs> everywhere. I love it. Those I are some of my I, favorite islands. <laughs> I it's don't great. I have a vision. I don't have the time. I mean I there's a friend of mine here in Granton that's so good at it and I'm dead serious once our project's over which we'll talk about in a minute once the project's over I'm seriously considering giving them like $50 and give, and loaning them my game for like two weeks and being uh. like just do this I don't have the I, I don't I want the result I don't know how to do it I don't have the patience and time sure. I have a real job like I don't I just don't Get it. And, and by the way, to people who have real jobs and families and do that, <laughs> m- more power to you. I just sure. don't know how the <laughs> hell you had the time to do that. Like, I well, see people I like, I see people looking for, like, oh, well, I'm, I did the entire set design of Downton Abbey, but I only <laughs> had like five days. And, like, you know, I was also planning my niece's Zoom bat mitzvah at the same time. And it's like, I don't know how to put down a road. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to get. I don't know how to get chops to move away. I have like oh. I, I have starved that animal for attention and like digital companionship for a month, and he will not leave. Oh, chops! No, no, that's a no. different. Oh problem. my god, what is he? Me in a relationship? Just leave already. <laughs> well, I can tell you, I've been working on my. Uh... Nightmare Before Christmas theme for oh. a solid two months, and it is nowhere near done. Oh, that's awesome. It but takes the, but, so long. But the fact that you had a goal and you and you're yes. and you're and you're making it happen, like I just start and I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like there's <laughs> there's just like thirty refrigerators just scattered on my. I just, <laughs> I'm just well, that's a great place to change your clothes. There's no there's no question true. about refrigerator. Do you change your clothes in a fridge? You sure yes. can. 
No. <laughs> That's Don't so you? cool. <laughs> you have I to conveniently like place anything that you can change clothes with around your island so you could always change your outfit no matter where you are. So fridge. I mean, I did that uh, in my real like childhood, a... but I thought that was just me. Um, <laughs> you really liked That's... a cold shirt, right? Just like, yeah. Just yeah. Cold yeah well, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Interesting. All right. Well, my animals uh, have the opportunity to uh, get a healthy snack and uh, change their clothes. Oh, I don't think there's any food in those fridges. I'm very sorry oh. to tell you. Uh, well, then they, they well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where they're getting all this winter northern hemisphere ice cream from then because <laughs> um, magic. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. 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 Or lollipops. There's a lot of lolly a lot of lollipop action, mm. a lot of ice cream cone, a lot of walking around in very inappropriate winter wear. Well, now um, it's like hot soup. Like first thing in the morning, they're carrying around like a little cup of soup. And I'm like, oh, is that what that where is? did you get that soup from? No one says <laughs> soup. Yeah. You know I, want them to, I also want them to get like, okay. I miss, I, wa- I want them to be like m- nastier to me. Like I want oh. like, that's the old game, right? We've, yes, we've, the I've, older heard, I've heard this complaint sure. before. Like, why are the cranky ones so nice? <laughs> well, especially the GameCube version. They were yeah. genuinely nasty. They were, I mean, they were adorable. Like, oh, oh, it was so much fun. It was yeah. so much fun. But, like, I mean, they would just, like, destroy you emotionally. <laughs> but like, it now, it's not, now it's like, you know, oh, you want to be a pop star? That'll be a challenge, but I believe in you. Then it, then it, then it was like, your mother's trash, your father's trash. Um, Get a new shirt. Prob- you, are, you are some gangly middle schooler playing this game. Um, and you, your attempts to communicate with the outside world will never be fruitful. <laughs> it's yes. like so they like, could see like through the TV <laughs> screen and looking right at your face. It right? was really specific. It was really oddly specific. It was like, you were raised in a cult um, and you're super pale. And it was like, whoa, all right, shots fired. Woo. Man. It's true. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's pretty great. All right, Beth. Yeah. I didn't know we had... Uh, I didn't know we. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know we were that comfortable with each other. Okay. Wow. Well, you know, I don't think they care about comfort when they're the cranky ones that just make fun of you. Or the snooty they're, ones. They're the ones yeah. are awesome. Oh yeah, like, judgmental. I, a, yeah. I mean, I have problems with all the snooties. But. Yeah, Lee, Lee has some enemies from from old days. <laughs> even city, uh, city folks. See, I don't even. Take I don't even know their notch. categories. Like, I don't even know. I mean, there's people that are like. There's like the sibling type ones. I mean, which I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that. I mean, I don't know. Do the. I don't know. Do those do, do the sibling? Do the, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the categories there's, mean. There's nothing okay. sisterly about the sisterly ones. I don't understand no. that. No, that, that one. No, I, yeah. they they actually just seem to like exercise. Frankly, they seem like more like a drop <laughs> type. My sister's really into yoga. I mean, so that's you know. Well, that was pers- personal experience from the creators. They're like, this is like my sister, so sisterly. <laughs> that's how it works, right? Makes yeah. the most sense. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, that explains why that one animal just keeps pushing me down flights of stairs. <laughs> that's. <laughs> what have you done it's to your horrible. animals? Because mine, I push them downstairs. It doesn't go the other oh. way. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't. I don't know where. I don't know how to get pitfalls. I miss that. That was that was hours of entertainment when I was oh, a yeah, kid. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, That's that a, a DIY. Yeah, you can yeah, get a DIY, a DIY for it. Uh, oh, could not begin to tell. Okay, so <laughs> could not begin to tell you the level of non-interest I have in DIYs. Like the absolute, and I want the things that they provide, but I just, like, anytime I see one of the animals, like, working on something, and I'm, every time, they'll, if they'll, they still give it to you, it's like, oh, I'm making a peach blanket. Do you want this? No. No. 
Still don't. Nope. Oh my god. Well, no. Guess you what? People... You're gonna have one. Oh, you already oh have one. Let me give you. I want to give you one to give to a friend. Mm-hmm. Oh my, my god, friends. People, what? You people are trash. You are trash animals. <laughs> They can't well, he sounds themselves. like you just need to get chops out of there, and you'll be a happier. I uh, hate player. him so much. <laughs> I recently I rejected him, him on a, on a mystery island because is chops the one that I didn't like. Or yes. The, mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Also, yeah, Leash has already rejected he's chops. He's a little but British I, imperialistic colonizer yeah. pig, and I yep. can't yeah. stand him. Yep. I can't stand him. His his decor is pretentious trash. Um, I think he's definitely <laughs> that guy that you dated in college that was like, I spent a semester abroad. No one cares, chops. <laughs> No one cares about you. No one cares about, like, you didn't invent London. We get it. You didn't make it happen. Oh, my God. And, like, he took, like, a freshman-level philosophy course and thinks that he can tell you why you and your mother have, like, difficulties communicating. Oh, my God. I just can't stand it. He likes to call trash rubbish at any opportunity. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Like, it's trash. He's a friend of yours. And I've spent spent a lot of time in um, Scotland at the Fringe, which, you know, we'll get to that in a second. What's that? Um, Okay. Well, I will just tell you, though, I, I... Anytime you you have friends that like go over to England or the UK for a while, even like a month or two, and they come back and they start referring to like, you know, should we get takeaway? It's like you just you have permission <laughs> to just like punch them right in the trachea and be like, shut up, shut up. You are from the Midwest. It is takeout. You absolute poser. Oh my god. It's um, you know, can we walk up the stairs or should we take the lift? I ah. hope your Uber drivers always talk to you. I hope may you may your Uber driver forever try to communicate with you on a deep human level because that is just absolute nonsense. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Um, I will. Um, this is the moment where I'll I'll just call out our lovely British listeners. We. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. If you're if you're genuinely British, that's just your di- that's your di- right. that's your dialect and that's your jargon. That's we, fine. We love all of you equally. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about like the people. Although I will say, here's the thing: I've noticed something. Americans go to Britain and come back British. British people come to America and leave like as Mary Poppins. They just get more British because I think that they, I think there's something about. It's a reaction. Yeah. Right. I think it's like they they are so resistant to our accent and our like jargon (laughs) that like they come over just being like a person and then they live like pip pip cheerio 24 seven. Yeah. Yep. No, I, shout, I, I, out, I, shout out, shout out to all your UK listeners. Yeah, yeah. we we love go, all of you, and and, Leeds. and um, we do our best not to mimic and mock you. That's that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's the thing. Yeah, I'm not. You can come here and just lean into your own culture more. I'm talking about American, and not just American. Adapting. And also, we're not talking about, like, you went over there and have lived for 20 years. I understand after 20 years, that's going to become kind of part of your norm. I'm talking about, I mean, to make an Animal Crossing reference, it's like you tell your one neighbor a swear word because you think it's fun as their, like, catchphrase. And then by, like, but within two days, like, everyone on the island (laughs) is calling you a wildfire. wildfire. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm not, so I'm a proud gay man, and I'm not going to go into detail, but I taught one of my animals a very not okay word in the gay community but as but as a gay man i thought it was funny and then i forgot that i let a random person on facebook come take them and i get a message like a week later saying and like like why the hell is like bev telling me i'm a blank and i was like i'm so so sorry i forgot i forgot it's my joke i'm allowed i'm allowed to joke about that i just forgot that like that's a i thought for some reason in my mind i just imagined they would reset and then i forgot that like oh no that's data that forever will like ripple 
into that's the a, into the. That's actually a good piece of uh, a warning. A like, yeah, it's a so that that that's a tip, tip right there. I had no I idea that they that. take their catchphrases with you when they with them when they move. That's fascinating. Should it happened to me at least. Maybe that's a rare. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't or, or maybe that animal is just a monster and just. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. Oh, wow. I will yeah. never say anything else. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> um, well, I feel like we need to tell people what this project is because yes, um, yes, please. You know, we don't want to. We don't want people to forget why we're really here. So yeah, sure. can you can you tell us? I think my first question is. What is this project and how did it come about? Like, where, where did the idea come from? Yeah. So um, I am the executive director and co-founder of an organization called Scranton Fringe, which is a performing arts, arts and culture organization and festival. Um, we are throwing a Animal Crossing Fringe Festival. Yay! Yay! And that is going to take place February excuse me, February 26th, 27th, and 28th. It'll be live streamed online on the Scranton Fringe Facebook YouTube and Twitch. Um, and basically, it's just, we're saying like an arts festival on Animal Crossing. We'll have everything from stand-up comedy. We have some really incredible comics for people who have, you know, uh, one of the digital content producers on Full Frontal with Samantha B. She's yes. also uh, been, done a featured set on The Colbert Show. Um, and then, uh, you know, all tons and tons of great talent, lot, original theater, pre-recorded theater, people that are really leaning in hard to the Animal Crossing theme. One person, <laughs> for example, is doing an all show about the, their their theory on the villagers' loss of agency over the years in the game. Ooh. Sort of like okay. what we were talking about before about them yeah. not being as uh, nasty or, you know, mm. unique personalities, which I thought was so funny and clever. Um and just a cabaret where they're going to do like an Elton John song in Animalese, which sounds <gasps> oh, really funny. Wow. Um, awesome. And it's, so yeah. it's basically, so we, the Scranton Fringe outside of COVID is an annual theater festival in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Mm. We are uh, members of the United States Association of Fringe Festivals and World's Fringe, which is a global network. Um, all festivals are independent though. We're not like legally connected mm. and uh, we're all relatively inspired one way or another by the Edinburgh Fringe in Scotland, which is is the not only the largest arts festival in the world, it's the largest annual ticketed event in the world. Mm. Um, the, the, the Olympics and the World Cup are bigger, but since they don't happen every mm. year, the uh, Edinburgh Fringe holds that distinct title. And nice. it's I could go into the whole history, and I'd be I would be glad to. But basically, in a <laughs> nutshell, um, was created in post. Uh, wasn't even created, came about in post-World War II Edinburgh, Scotland. Now it's become the biggest festival in the world every August, with 2020 being an exception, of course. Um, you know, millions of people descend upon the city. Every nook and cranny is filled with theater, comedy, dance, multimedia, Seriously. visual arts, children's theater. Um, and yeah, and so we're kind of a smaller version of that. Um, I am prime, I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. It's where I currently am. I actually moved to New York City a few years ago and came back as a result of the pandemic, although I was still running the festival even from afar. Mm -hmm. And my co-founder, Liz, was is based here full-time, so uh, she was kind of more uh, ground-level year-round, mm -hmm. as it were. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. uh, we wanted to um, – so I had the idea <laughs> as a pet project to do an Animal Crossing Fringe Festival – pretty much like the second I got the game in my hand and I understood oh. the basic mechanics, I was like, that could absolutely work. And I was inspired by, there were already people doing like DJ sets and mm -hmm. uh, Jenny Yang uh, was doing like a series of stand-up comedy show. I saw Vulture <laughs> did a feature on that. Um, so I do want to hold 
two things to be true. One, I have documentation to prove we had this idea back in June. I will say we are not the first to bring it to fruition, and that's okay. There was a really cool team from Melbourne, Australia, uh, who did it. Um, you can go to, uh, I think it's AC nhfringe.cc they did uh so and they did one in tandem with the melbourne fringe festival Hmm. um they did a phenomenal job uh we're doing kind of a different our own thing so we are the first in the northern hemisphere we are the first in north america we are the second worldwide but to give credit where credit is due they did it back in november um and i mean and and honestly we have no one but ourselves to blame and we had the idea since june and they got it up and running in like October, November. We have, there's mm. no excuse, especially, uh-huh. you know, I mean, in the Fringe Festival community, I'm actually genuinely shocked that we're only the second to do it. Mm. Um, yeah, it seems I like a perfect been, venue for there to be everywhere. Everyone could do this yes, anywhere I mean, in it's the so world, perfect. right? And it's, I think for me, what makes it really exciting is that it's such, I know we're in 2021, obviously, but we're still feeling the effects of 2020. Mm-hmm. It's such a perfect amalgamation of everything that happened in our year, right? I mean, mm. it's it's returning focus to the arts and culture industry, which has been so devastated, and working yeah. artists. It's, you know, acknowledging the need for virtual spaces and social distancing mm-hmm. and Animal Crossing. It was one of, like, the top <laughs> 10, you know, tr- I mean, you know, Animal Crossing, Tiger King, um, <laughs> you know, the election, of course. I mean, all these things are, like, the you know, the top 10 quintessential talking points of the year. And so what better way to kind of meld a bunch of them together um, and we, we did an open call. We got like over triple the amount of uh, applicants than we could wow. uh, afford. Um, I hit up a few private donors and sponsors that support our work. I got a tiny, tiny, tiny little pittance of a budget together. Um, so we are going to be able to pay everyone who's involved because we really believe in supporting working professional independent artists. Nice. We're talking literally nothing um but we're going to encourage audiences to tip and donate and we're going to designate a percentage of that to go towards them as well nice so um that's actually my next question so how do is it too late for people to get involved in any way to the event it's not too late to get involved i don't know when is when do you anticipate this going out um Uh. well today's the 31st so sometime in early february i'm guessing the next week okay no it's not too late to get involved we are applications are closed unfortunately applications are closed we ran them on a rolling basis starting in like december january and we were Mm -hmm. filled i mean we had more than we needed within a week but we let it go just to get a variety of options um Mm -hmm. no it's not too late to get involved you can you know reach out to scranton fringe find us on facebook twitter instagram www.scrantonfringe.org send us an email or a contact form through the website um I'm going to say it's it's probably a little too late to be like a featured performer or artist, but if this goes well, which I have no doubt it will, we're probably going to do it at least once or twice more in the year. Nice. Um, or maybe even just, we, we're considering maybe this is the festival, but we might do like little pop-up things on social media with it. So yeah. it's always better to reach out and connect, mm-hmm. even though I will say that we're probably at this point a little late in the day for um, the inaugural uh, event at the end of February. But if you have enough interest, you could always have a solid reason to have another event if you needed to. And yeah, and whatever. especially yeah. if you if if you represent something that's really unique and really responsive to the to the platform, um, we're working with a local museum. Uh, 
hopefully, actually, I shouldn't say that. I'm still waiting on a confirmation, but I'm pretty sure uh, we're going to be working with a local museum who's going to do a interactive tour in the Animal Crossing Museum on our Fringe Festival Island. And it's going to be a brief brief dialogue on those famous pieces. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also connecting it it back to the themes and motifs that they have in their museum. Um, which is a really big, for our region, is a really big uh, art, natural history, and science museum. Um, so stuff like that. So if you have really unique interactive ways to, you know, beyond just doing a play or cabaret or stand-up comedy set, if there's something really unique that you think you could live stream out using the game as the visual platform, but using other audio sources, um, that would be really, really cool. Um yeah, so more stuff like that, more interactive, uh, sp- educational. I guess I could say, if you have a if you have a means to educate people, not just entertain, using the game, we'd really love to hear from you. Yeah, wow. So I think um, one of the questions I still have because you've explained different types of events. How does like the mechanics of this work? Are these going to be live yeah. streamed? Or are these some of these pre-recorded? It's kind of a mix. So on Friday, February 26th, our kickoff is going to be a stand-up showcase with some live music. So that will all be live. So the visuals will be, you know, I, I've been practicing. I have my capture card and the whole nine yards. Oh. Um, the visuals will be live streamed. And then the audio will be simultaneously pulled from like a Zoom call mm. or something. Uh, mm-hmm. we're, we're working with a couple different methods. that we, all, all of them work. We're just determining what's best. Mm. Um, so that will be totally live. And then Saturday, the visual arts lecture thing, that will be live. Saturday night, there's some theater works and the cabaret. Those are being pretty much pre-recorded only because the artist really wanted to do like multiple angles and Mm. costume Mm -hmm. changes and incorporate so much of the game. And it just got to the point where it was like, we could do it live, but it's going to be so much there's so much that could go wrong. Yeah. So they're yeah. working on that and editing it themselves. And we're going to kind of put it into like a compilation video that will live stream. Nice. Um, so it's a mix of live and pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. I actually said, not segue, but random. I just watched a video where someone did the entire first act of Hamilton. Uh, in I Animal saw Crossing. that. Yeah. And, so and very obviously much a- that took months of work, right? Of like yes. Yes. <laughs> different scenes, different angles. Yes. So like we've had re- artists, but we've had artists that, yeah, artists have been working on. And that's another thing too, to really get some cool work. We really had to give them ample notice. I mean, some mm-hmm. people have been working on theirs for anywhere between four to eight weeks. Nice. Um, of content other than the stand-up of course that's just uh and and there is even even elements of that require a little bit of hands-on work most of the comics involved have the game um but some don't and we really wanted to work with them so Hmm. we're like assigning them support staff you know our helpers to kind of create their avatar and their villager and then they'll kind of be their proxy visually in the game um yeah but we're really really excited um we have such a great lineup um And you can go, again, you can find Scranton Fringe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also find Animal Crossing Fringe Fest. We've created its own accounts on Twitter and Instagram. Um, We didn't create a Facebook. There's a Facebook event. We didn't feel the need to create a Facebook page. We thought that was enough. You know your audience. That's absolutely fine. (laughs) Um, I I have a couple more questions, but Leisha Mar, did you guys have any questions you wanted to pop in? Looking at I mean, I, crossing I did, but then you an- you asked them about the streaming, so you know, <laughs> I'll cover. <laughs> well, <fun>. sounds good. <laughs> um, you know, the only other question I had, and this is less Animal Crossing, but I'm curious what you guys had to do last year to get something happening when you couldn't, you know, have a, a live event. Like, what was your burn it all down? Last year? Um, <laughs> burn it all to the ground in a blaze of glory. No. Um, 
So just to give you a frame of reference to the, the amount of pivoting we had to do, like all arts and culture organizations had, in 2019, our festival is typically always the end of September, beginning of October. Um, beautiful fall, Northeast Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to... And, I was, and just for listeners out there who the only... Well, now Scranton kind of has two major frames of reference, right? <laughs> One, The first and foremost is the office. But secondly, sure. it, is the, it is the childhood home of our now president. Yeah. Um, and uh, which, I mean, and it, and it became... Scranton in 2020 became this weird metaphor used by the international media for um, kind of everywhere USA. Because Scranton has this, and I'm sure a lot of people out there listening in different communities have a similar effect, where Scranton proper is very much like a small, mid-sized city, but then you have every, I mean, Scranton proper is maybe 80,000 people, you know, at most, but then Scranton metro is like over half a million. Mm. So it's this weird, you know, mixture of rural, suburban, urban, super urban dense, literally cows in the middle of nowhere out in the country. Um, we're two hours from New York, and we're two hours from Philadelphia, and mm. we're, so we're a really known crossroads of um uh the east coast and um oh so we're yeah right sorry um <laughs> completely lost my train like what am i talking about um <laughs> history so of Scranton, Scranton, that's fine I don't know. <laughs> well i'll tell you something real quick for all your theater lovers out there the expression mm-hmm. if you can make it there you can make it anywhere that expression was originally if you can play scranton you can play anywhere because scranton was like the vaudeville capital of the east coast for like a long time wow well hmm. back in the day because it was so close and it, it was it was it was scranton was like the fastest growing city in the 19th early 20th century because we ha- we are the anthracite capital of the country oh. there's like so i mean the entire area is built on coal mines wow. um and obviously when coal dried up the area mm-hmm. went through a huge economic downturn mm-hmm. that it really in the only in the last 20 30 years when i say it's slowly starting to build itself back out of um, mostly due to the education and health industries and the arts. So in 2019, our festival had, uh, it was a 10, 11 day festival. And we had about um, 10,000 people in attendance. Mm. And we had over 60 different productions, each of them doing anywhere from one to like five performances. So, you know, hundreds of individual performances, you know, 10,000 copies of a printed guide, We, we launched a mobile app for the first for the first real time, you know, our, you know, interactive website, blah, 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 international groups. And then so that was 2019. And then smash cut to 2020, where our fall festival, we had to cancel, of course. So it took the shape of a program we called Fringe Under Glass, which set like six or eight tops, mini like 10 to 15 minute performances behind storefront windows. And we incorporated silent disco technology, uh, wireless transmission to wireless headsets. And it was one ticket price and you were guided in a small group of like 10 people outside wearing masks from window to window to like fully immerse with tour guides to fully immerse yourself. Um, We launched an emergency uh, fund, which we distributed over $10,000 to uh, Northeast Pennsylvania artists and creative oh. gig workers. Um, we did digital programming, uh, and 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 then we slowly kind of started developing things like the Animal Crossing Fringe Festival, which you know for one reason or another we just kind of took time to get off the ground. Not that it's hard; it just obviously it really began just as a pet project, so it wasn't like it was going to be a huge focal point. But the interest 
grew so much faster than we anticipated. So, I mean, originally, to be very honest with you, I was just going to do it as my own thing. And mm -hmm. then I brought it to my team at the festival, and they were like, "Oh no, this sounds super cool. We'll put up, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we can put it under our brand. You know, there's no money involved, but just to." And then the interest <laughs> grew so much that I was like, I was able to, you know, you know, secure a, a, a number that you know could give people tiny little stipends just to compensate them for their time, make it feel significant, um, and you know, do a little bit of social media boosting. Nice. But um. Yeah, 2020 was a really hard year oh. for our industry, and, and, it's, and it still is. Yeah. Um, that's amazing, though. I love this under glass concept. Fringe under glass. We're going to be bringing yeah. it back in 2021. Uh, we're going to be actually launching applications. Uh, 2020, we just did it as an invitational because it was so new, and there were so many you know hoops we all had to jump through and work through. So we did. We kind of had to make sure that the the work would be top notch. Yeah. We were working with artists and groups that we knew we could trust. But we are going to be reintroducing applications. Just keep an eye on our social media, Scranton Fringe. Go to scrantonfringe.org. If you are, for some reason, someone who has housing available in Northeast Pennsylvania and you are <laughs> able to follow all CDC guidelines and state guidelines, such as quarantining if you come into the state, we are not necessarily limiting it to regional people. Mm -hmm. We just are being reasonable that... Our, our, our festival is usually an international showcase of work. Mm -hmm. It's that's going to be real, unless for some reason those stars align and you happen to already be in Pennsylvania. That's going to be really hard. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And one thing for Fringe Under Glass that we did, which goes back to the Animal Crossing budget, we made sure that we had a budget to offer these artists and groups stipends, even if it got canceled the day before, oh, because great. we didn't want them to work, do all this work creating these. Because with the exception of maybe like one, they were all original pieces, they were all original works, mm -hmm. and we very much were looking for. We, we really encouraged them to do things that were visually arresting. Very much leaned into the idea of being behind glass. You know, don't just do a play that you could have done that you'd be doing in a regular theater anyway. Mm. Um, and we wanted to make sure they were fairly compensated. And thanks to a grant we received after the fact, we actually were able to, like, in some cases, more than double the amount oh. of stipends that we offered. Um, and we were able to pay all of our tour guides and all of our on-site outdoor managers, That's which was great. really, really um, yeah. important to us. Um, do, um, so normally, with these types of events, you have to come in person in order to enjoy it. It sounds like mm -hmm. this is virtual. Is there any restriction? Can anyone worldwide watch and participate in this event the the animal crossing yes mm -hmm. yes the animal crossing yeah one. animal crossing uh no uh, as long as you can access either our facebook youtube or twitch you can live stream there's no paywall we wanted to make wow. it as accessible as possible we also obviously you know need to be careful about copywriting um sure. you know that we're giving access to you know uh, even though it's our material it is on a copyrighted platform right. um so no totally open there will be we will be you know across the bottom of the screen encouraging everyone to tip, whether directly through our website or Venmo or PayPal or Cash App. Um, and we're going to be passing that money along, not just to the artist, but back to our budget to help keep that kind of programming alive. Um, but no, if you are anywhere in the world and you can access our Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, again, all of which is Scranton Fringe, um, unless I am very naive and don't understand internet policy, I don't <laughs> think you'd be limited to see any of that. Sure. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. So after the event, is there going to be any opportunity to do like Dream Suite 
type stuff where you could visit any of the venues or places where people have had their performances? Oh, that's a great idea. Um, I mean, the venues are very much going to be like my island's basement. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know. There's... Visit the basement. I want to visit the basement. <laughs> as I, as I, that's a really, really awesome. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we totally will. Um, I'm really trying. February is kind of my get my island up, get my island a little more aesthetically yeah. pleasing. My museum has like nothing. So I'm already prepared. My art <laughs> portion, my uh, right. dinosaur area is amazing. Sure, yeah. um, so actually, if anyone out there <laughs> wants to help me get a bunch of the artwork together, if not, we have a backup island to do the visual component. I would very much, other than the pre-recorded material, I would love to keep all the live stuff on Fringe Island, which is what it's called. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I welcome any suggestions or inputs. That's a great idea. All the video content will automatically be saved, so you can also you don't if, if you don't catch it live, it'll forever live on Facebook, Twitch, yeah. and YouTube. Nice. Um, probably organized awesome. by day or session throughout the day. Friday is going to be like one long session. Saturday I think is like three different broadcasts, and then Sunday. Um, I had an idea that I'm going to put you all on the spot right now. Oh. I thought, how cool would it be to do a live mini version of your podcast in Animal Crossing? And live Why have streaming. we never thought of this before? <laughs> I don't. I don't know either. And quite frankly, I'm very disappointed in you. No, um, no. But how cool? I mean, and I, and I know it's not. Your podcast has such great production value. It would be the same. But imagine if I set up like a studio, or maybe we did it at one of your islands because they're probably better looking. That would be so cute. If yeah, we did it on. Half. What's that? Be cute in half. I'm. I'm. Leash, don't you have um, Monkey Cat Studios in one of the houses? Mm, I did. You did at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but the I'm studio that Leash a... is currently in used to be in one of her houses. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, you have like a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, how much fun would that be to have just and like literally make it like a forty-five minute live conversation? That'd be awesome. And talk yeah. about the podcast. So. <laughs> You know, I'm putting you on the spot here, but I, that's, you know, and if, and if it doesn't work out for then, we can always do it another time. But I thought that would be, a, like, things like that I think would be really cool and interesting. And it's, you know, it's basically a live broadcast of your podcast, right, which people love sure. anyway. Mm-hmm. You just happen to be adding some cool visual component. Yeah, of, of us just like doing it. reactions like on it. couches in Leisha's basement. <laughs> I have like the, I was thinking like we could have all the director chairs and like yeah. be talking. I love it. I've actually this is awesome. There are um, there are YouTube entire stations of of, of so one guy in particular does um, a talk show. A talk show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he has like that is so cute. actual famous people come well, on. You know, his maybe talk we'll show. even do that. Maybe Aww. we'll just do like maybe we'll just do our a talk show, but and then you guys could be like a featured guest, so it's not like all on your great. show. That sounds yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, as um, far as your, your comment a few minutes ago about um, getting help finishing up your museum, we have some awesome people on our Discord yes. I can hook you can up totally with. That might be able Please. to help you. Aww, yeah. <laughs> Please. I am very much about doing not a lot of work. <laughs> and if you could get like just that recording of the tour and people could go on their own time to visit the like I'm thinking in a dream suite type situation they could have like they could bring like All their the little audio. headphones oh. and pretend to have oh like, so little... cute <laughs> uh, for the museum tour uh, my hope is that we're going to be working with visual artists and arts curators to not just talk about the art in that museum but then I could screen share images from their real world museum That'd be cool. so That'd be you know perfect. the style or the era the work was created in is gotcha. similar to this piece in our oh, gallery oh so cool 
you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. or, or even they, or they could even say, you know, this piece, even talking about where does this piece really live right mm, now? Yeah. Like, where sure. is this Matisse? Where is this Surratt? Yeah. Where Here's they, where all our Dutch room. painters could be found or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah. That'd be super, super cool. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. Or I'm, I'm, I'm surprised we didn't get a lot of, if any applicants that were set in the museum. A lot of people wanted to kind of like either be in like a studio environment or like they were going to edit it and take place in the whole island. Mm -hmm. I was waiting for someone to like do a show in the aquarium, basically. And I thought that was so like, so (laughs) if you, uh, you know, I'll tell you right now, if you're listening to this and you have something in mind set in either like the bug room or the aquarium, I really want the aquarium. Um, Definitely be into that. What about like the treehouse area of the bug room? That could be pretty cool, too. Yeah. That'd be great too. Yeah. <laughs> Anything like that, especially if you can. Especially, especially if you want to. Um, I had an idea about taking the audio from famous movie scenes and then mm. just splicing it into. The problem is, I really don't have at this point. I'm at a limit of time to like do my own editing. <laughs> so. Hours and hours, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And like, and I, and I, we made it clear when people were applying, like, we want your best creative idea. We totally respect that the amount of money we're going to give you is not worth it. So it very much kind of – it was either people that already had something sort of in the works or it was people that were like, I would do this for free. You know, the $50 <laughs> to $100 you're going to give me, you know, we'll, you know, you know, uh, whatever. You know, will justify me taking a couple hours off of work that week to, you know, devote yeah. to this. Um, yeah, but awesome. yeah, stuff like that. Um, so I think before we wrap up, if you can just yeah. give us like, like a – one minute pitch at the end that that'll be what we cut into our episodes for the next couple mm-hmm. weeks. Um, Absolutely. And then we can, we can wrap up. Sure. To learn more about the Scranton Fringe Animal Crossing Festival, please go to scrantonfringe.org or you can find Scranton Fringe on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you could also find Animal Crossing Fringe Fest on Instagram or Twitter. Do it. Yeah, do it, it up out. February 26th through 28th 2021 or visit our websites and social media to watch it after the fact yes. that's awesome so it'll be available for a while afterwards and if not forever yeah. indefinitely got it indefinitely forever that's really cool I'm, I'm excited about this event this sounds like it's going <laughs> to yeah. be incredibly creative and I expect I this excited. will inspire other events and things once I done. hope so. Yeah. I really do, because it's such a cool platform. And I also want to give respect to the fact that we are not the first to do this. We're not even that fringe festival I mentioned before was not the first to set live theater or arts in Animal Crossing. There are people who have been doing live streams and talk yeah. shows and comedy shows. I just think that what we're doing is a little unique in the sense that we're really making it like a full weekend mm-hmm. of content. And we're making it and we're and I and I think what sets us apart is that we're also paying people very modestly, mm-hmm. which I hope kind of you know, sets it apart a little bit. And I also hope the audiences see that and know that and really respect the fact and be like, listen, if you, if you can't afford it, just tune in and watch it and share it. That's just as helpful. If you're tuning in and you happen to really love it, five, 10, $20, make a tip. It not only helps our little organization, but it will very much be passed along. If not to those artists, to the hundreds of artists that we serve year round. Yeah, it's awesome. Nice. That's the beautiful thing about the. I, I I haven't been to many. I've only been to the the Edinburgh one of all of all Scringe Fringe oh my gosh. festivals. Um, That's a and, big expectation. And, <laughs> yeah, like and, and and um, 
well, sorry, I don't mean to say like, this will be so much different. But no, I guess what I'm saying is at the end of every event, like the, the expectation of like donating, um, they, they're, yes. they, they have no shame whatsoever. You know, they're doing 100 performances. No. And think, I, and they will and tell think, you that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And if anyone out there is familiar with Fringe Festivals or wants to learn more, I highly recommend look up Edinburgh Fringe. Of course, look up Scranton Fringe. Look up USAF, uh, USAFF. That's the United States Association of Fringe Festivals. Or actually, you know, go to World Fringe. Look up World Fringe because they're 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 more updated and they really keep there's also a canadian association of french festivals um it's really canada has its act down really well in that regard um but it's it's so cool they're all modeled differently they all share some of the same principles um our festival is semi-curated in the sense that we do we have one major application and then we kind of see who can we can fit into what spaces we have. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh Fringe is is considered what they call open access in the sense that if you book the venue, then if you have a, a, a you know a coffee shop in Edinburgh in that main area and you want to be a venue, you register and then you book your own talent. You're into the festival. Wow. Um, so it's I mean, which is why it's so crazy. The thing that sometimes <laughs> I think people in the fringe community lose sight of a little bit. And I adore the Edinburgh Fringe. My God, it's the mothership, right? But you have to remember, I mean, it's it's open access. It can it is so expensive to produce work there. Mm. Which is why a lot of shows, to your point, um, Joelle, was that a lot of shows do what they call the free fringe, where they book yeah. at venues that charge them little to nothing. Mm. They might not even charge a ticket price and they just pass the hat at the end. Yep. So yep. that's, that's most kind of, of the ones I of... attended when I was there because we didn't prepare and tickets were hard to get. So we just walked mm. into places and tickets can be very saw hard to get. I mean we <laughs> we did we've I've never done the free fringe. <laughs> um <laughs> Because I'm, no. so, I'm so in demand. No, because I was stupid. <laughs> um, we worked at, there's like these four really big venues. And when I say venues, that one venue might produce like 50 stages across yeah. the city or like in one building. So we did the Big Gay Story Slam, which is an LGBTQ storytelling competition that we do. We brought it there in 2019 oh. to Gilded Balloon. And just to give you a frame oh, of reference, yeah, that one. On like I love that place. The range. It's, I mean, they're, they're amazing. And it was like the, it was the Teviot house yep. in like the big square. It's part of the just university. Just to give you a frame of reference. Yes. We were in um, a venue room. We were like the, the nightclub venue that was like, I think we could fit like a hundred or some people in there, which was, which was for us was good. There were nights when it was a little, you know, it felt big. There were other nights like 50, 60 people felt filled. Mm. Um, I mean, just to give you a frame of reference, there's our dog and pony show, which is like a different lineup of storytellers telling true firsthand stories every single night for 30 days. Um, with only a few nights off and we tried to mix it up every night of different people. And then up in the turret, there's like a venue that seats 25 people doing like one or two person shows. And then in the main, main theater, you know, Eddie Izzard was playing for five nights. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's just the craziest thing that you could ever imagine. So, um, I'm, losing hope every day that I'll be able to go in summer of 2021, but I know that I'll be there in summer of 2022. So nice. follow us on social media um, because you can not, not only by following us, do you learn a lot about our festival, but we do a lot of promotion, not just for Edinburgh, but festivals all over the world. Nice. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we'll wrap up. Um, do you, do you want to share how people can reach you or are you good with us yeah, sharing? How absolutely. Um, please find Scranton Fringe on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's Scranton Fringe Festival on Facebook and then Scranton Fringe everywhere else, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. Um, uh, 
OnlyFans. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm. Uh, you can find me, Connor Kelly O'Brien. I'm on every platform you can imagine, Connor <laughs> Kelly O'Brien. Um, and you can find Animal Crossing Fringe Fest on Twitter and Instagram. And I really hope you do. And if anyone out there has endured my entire episode of rantings and ramblings, oh. I, all jokes aside, I am so, so grateful. And um, I'm so grateful to be part of this fun little niche community now. Yeah. We're happy to, that you're part yes. of it. This was fantastic. And I think we all learned a little bit about yes. Fringe and about Scranton and about everything in between. I know. <laughs> so oh. Thank you. Yes, I so think much. we all learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. We learned about luggage in the airport. Yes. <laughs> you never we know. About baggage, literal, and, and <laughs> figurative. <laughs> um, and with that, I will just uh, do our classic thank you to Jack Quake Blank of Monkey Cat Studios for uh, recording and trying to figure out all the complicated technology today. And. Uh-huh. <sighs>